it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a rule. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of the Grass and Gear podcast. I'm FM Grasshopper and as ever I'm joined by my talented co-host Dan Gear of Bolivia and Vietnamese fame. Say hi Dan. Hi Tony, how are you? I'm good thank you. Um, it's been a while since we've had a pod. Obviously you've recovered from the broken toe I imagine. Yeah I did yeah and um, I was on, on the pointless one but I was pretty pointless on that episode. Yeah you was, for listeners that um, I don't blame you for not listening, but if, if if you did happen not to listen to that, obviously Dan had a uh, broken toe the few hours before the pod. I was on codeine and he decided to drink through it as well, which wasn't probably a good idea. <laughs> but you're okay now, though. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're recording this and FM19 Beta has literally just gone live about an hour ago. Um, so I'm making Dan starve off fm just a la- little bit longer sorry sorry mate <laughs> no problem anything for you <laughs> <laughs> um so we were probably going to make today more gear focused um and perhaps not do a game today um but then obviously between our last pod and today i was invited to sa sihq to work on some capturing of fm19 before obviously the beta so we decided because well, you you decided really that we should do more of like a ask me anything directed at me. Mm. Um, a, a few content creators did that, didn't they, on Twitter? And you you yeah, felt we no. should do a pod of it. Yeah, we we done like a dear Geary special, so I thought considering you were one of the lucky few that got selected, we should maybe do a bit of a dear Grassy and ask you about your weekend there. Okay, so you know it's one of those pods where I've given creative license and control over to Dan, which is very worrying. Um, <laughs> so as I imagine it, Dan, you've, you've, you've got some questions which we come on to. Um, yeah, I've got a few questions. Okay, so before that, I think I'll need it is sort of the beer opening. So I'm actually going to be drinking Estrella Dam. Um, Ooh, lovely. It is a drink that I was drinking at the um, Sports Interactive HQ, which was a few in the fridge that I helped myself to, which is good. So ch- <laughs> cheers, Miles. <laughs> um, what about you, Dan? I got a home garden again. Excellent. Still running through them? Yeah, still running through them. I've been limiting myself a bit with the tablets. Okay. But I have had one already, so... Excellent. Okay, so <laughs> spark up whenever you are. Ready? Right. <laughs> ah, um, what was that laughter for? I could hear you gulping it. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted the beer today. I've um, been, been dying for the beer. Obviously, beat has come as well, so it's, it's turned yeah. out to be a good night. Um, so how are we doing this then? So is it just straight into the I'm questions? Gonna, yeah, I'm going to ask you a few questions. Um, I can't promise they're all going to be in very much FM-focused, but you know they were important questions to ask. Well, this is an FM pod, so we need to make that clear. We, you know, there needs to be some FM in it, otherwise... Yeah, yeah, I've got a couple of FM-focused ones. Okay. But um, it, it's tied in quite nicely with the beta drop in it. You could probably talk a little bit more about what than what you could have originally. Okay. Um, so, so I guess um, it's over you, to you then. You st- yeah, go for it. Do you want to start with the first one? Yeah, I'm really nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first one, one thing that we need to get and sorted straight away, which content creator was the best dress? Okay. Uh, so... Um, I suppose I should run down if I can remember who ever went, but so Guido was quite a, 
a good first impression. Yeah, well, he wore a suit. Um, <laughs> he wore a suit. He wore a suit. He, he wore a blazer and a shirt. He didn't wear a tie or a waistcoat or anything. Was he hoping to get to a cup final on that day? <laughs> well, probably with Strikerless, yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was actually just very smartly dressed. Obviously, um, he came on a plane from uh, the Netherlands and he actually had a standby ticket. So he was quite stressed, I think, because he wasn't sure if he was going to get there or not. Um, mm. And luckily, obviously, someone didn't turn up for their flight, which meant Guido had a seat, which is good. That's good. That's lucky then. Yeah. So obviously, yeah, he was. He looked a bit flustered, but he had a blazer on, and he looked very smart. Um, trying to think about what people were wearing now. It's not really what you kind of first. What it's not the, the thing you kind of want to remember from the content creator event. But uh, <laughs> uh, Dave Azapardi turned up in a puffer jacket. Um, he kind of looked like a member of the Blazing Squad. Do you remember the band? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but again, he looked a bit overdressed, really, because it was quite warm that day, surprisingly, on last Saturday. So he looked a bit sweaty. <laughs> so probably not Dave. Um, uh, Golden FM, he had a new gen, well, regen Rovers shirt on. Oh, representing himself. Yeah, he was representing himself. Which is, he, looked, he looked good to me. If people were making comments on us, and oh, yeah, it's a good shirt. But um, a bit weird, I suppose, wearing your own club, but... I suppose it's not, a, I don't know, is it weird or not? I suppose the whole content creation thing is a bit weird, really. But, uh, yeah, uh, I'd say maybe Proudy. I didn't, didn't know much about Proudy. No. But no. he had on the second day, because I, I changed clothes both days. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, I can imagine you moist. What, so are you trying to tell me someone wore the same clothes both days? Well, I think Guido did probably wear the same. I don't know if it was the same shirt, but obviously the blazer was the same. And I think the trousers yeah. might have been the same as well. I think a few guys might have worn the same thing both days. But I had a complete complete change. Um, I'm surprised you didn't get showered halfway through the day. <laughs> <didn't you? laughs> um, Proudy, though, had a second day. He had like a nice floral shirt, which I thought was quite nice. Mm. Uh, it was quite like. I think it was quite high neck, if I remember, quite high on the sleeves. But it was like kind of like a darkish, but it had like floral design. I thought it was quite funky. Obviously, he's a bit younger than, than me. Um, but yeah, I probably would say him then as being the best dressed. If, if I couldn't say myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably wins best dressed then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I suppose for... I don't know, I don't, I don't really want to slate people. I know Dr. Benji, he had a very, I think he just had a black shirt with nothing on it. I think he was very, like, the standard. I thought I thought he'd be kind of very vibrant, like, with, like, a a bright shirt on and stuff. But he was kind of just, didn't, like, um, wasn't outstanding kind of thing. <laughs> um, I think, again, Teach, he kind of, like, just wore a creamy hoodie, if I remember. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember what everyone was wearing now. This is stupid. Anyway, well, what we do, we we decide that Proudy won the best dress award, and um, you mentioned Guido a few times. Yep. I wonder, did he try and force you make? Did he try and force you to go strikerless when you were t- testing the game? Um, he went straight into striker because he, uh, as bloggers, we, we we kind of like just you know, hid together on on machines, and um, yeah, I noticed he just kind of had a, a bolst a base default um, tactic and went straight to strikerless and he was r- doing really well with it and I thought okay I'm going to try try to do a low block on um, 
on the first day I did it with Stuttgart and was failing massively. Then I went to Dortmund on the second day. It was tempting to go strikerless because Dortmund is probably the team to go strikerless, which I found out. I, I didn't mm. really know much about Dortmund's team, to be honest. They're yeah. really lacking up front. Um, yeah, they are, yeah. I didn't realise that. Um, Paco, aren't they? Up front? Yeah, they've got the Spanish strike up front and, um, yeah, a, f- a few young, younger like German players. Really, they've got a really strong attack in the field. Like, you've got Royce, uh, Kagawa, uh, Goetze. So they're the team really to go strikers with. But I still mm. didn't go strikers. Guido did mention it a few times, and I did say I might do it. And he's like, uh, come to the dark side. <laughs> and uh, I held out with a really <laughs> probably boring tactic, which just drew seven games. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, there's a post on that anyway. But... Um, yeah. I didn't go strikers. I, I I stayed in the light. Did um, did he um try and put strikers on anyone else? Cause I think I remember um him tweeting something about he managed to convert somebody. Yeah, he's kind of like it was kind of like a missionary for him. He was walking around, just you know, on the on the on the shoulders of a YouTuber or a streamer, and like, oh, have you considered strikers? And uh, <laughs> it, it almost felt like he was kind of like a Jehovah Witness knocking on your door. Um, <laughs> but he did convert a YouTuber, Jen Caldo, I think. So he's gone strikerless. He got relegated. No, not relegated. He got sacked. Amy. For going strikerless. But I think... What? So strikerless isn't always perfect? Well, I, f- I think the damage was done for Jacaldo before he went strikerless. I think he went strikerless in the last three games of his ah. save. And it was already going downhill then. The writing was already on the wall. Yeah, but I remember Giancarlo was putting Zlatan as the attacking midfielder. And to be to be fair, if you've got Zlatan, and he needs to be in the penalty area doing scissor kicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does, yeah. Yeah, so um, I think that was the only c- conversion that Guido made. Uh, did you think, you, in my position, would you have gone strike at this? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> That's quite categorically no. <laughs> Okay. No, it's just not something I go for. But you know, um, Guido does it, and he does it very well. You know, he's obviously found a tactic that works for him. Yeah. And um, you know, he's very successful, and he's known for strikeless tactics. And if anyone is considering going strikeless, he's definitely the person to go for advice and stuff. Yeah, he was. He was obviously Ajax in the in the like the alpha playthrough that we did, and he was just steamrolling teams. <laughs> um, but I suppose with Ajax you would expect anyway to be doing that yeah yeah. I suppose if you're already like number one team in the country yeah so um, next question then what was your favourite new feature on Football Manager 2019 after having a play around you've got your hands on a lot more people um, I, sub- I suppose really tactically the, the feature is so good this year more than ever really the fact that the preset styles are there for you and you don't really have to make those initial decisions on, you know, mentality, shape and, you know, uh, team instructions. It's kind of you've got, there's a philosophy there that you can just, from the ground from the ground up, you can just pick that up and run with it and tweak as you go. I f- you know, I think this is something that Sports Interactive needed to have done for years, really, because it's, you know, when I picked up the game, and I actually did actually have a chance to speak to Miles about this. I didn't do a and a per se, I just went and said, basically, thanks for making a game, etc. But no. I did mention this, that, you know, I, I I joined the game, like, Championship Manager 97, 98, and yeah. just things were easier then. You just, you know, you, you, you picked your team, you just showed where players would run, yeah. etc. And 
the, the depth and the you know the um, realism wasn't there, I suppose. And I think every year since then, it's got more challenging, um, more realistic. There's more options to do things and tweak, etc. And I think it's probably got to the point really now, FM, where if you you know if the 11 year old me then picked it up, would probably be initially turned off by it because it's too complex. Yeah. And I think last year especially, it just it was you know that that team instruction screen now when you look at it is we Guido and I put it in that post actually just to show how cluttered it looks now the amount of team instructions were there just you just see it all in one go and I think what SI have done they've obviously said you know this is in possession this is in transition this is out of possession and you're just you're prompted to to think about your team in the right way I think and I think the presets as well you know 11 year old me you can just pick it up and fake and run with it and I think that's probably the best feature yeah yeah, uh, and even for me, like season, I see season play. I always, I, I make mistakes. I'm no tactical god. Um, I think I'll be picking those presets and we'll, you know, just just be playing around with them. Yeah, they definitely seem like a good basis to start a tactic. Um, I wonder how different it will play under the match engine if you started a fresh one yourself. Because um, could you obviously you could just replicate it across, but are there going to be migrating factors from choosing one that's already like set in the game, you know what I mean? Yeah, so that's something I didn't do on on the day, on the on the weekend I was there. I only used presets and tweaked. Um and I mainly just did a preset sort of like the more defensive um because yeah. the way it works obviously at the top is kind of the more attacking and positive um like tactics and styles and as you work down you get more progressively pragmatic so you end up kind of like part to bus is the bottom. And then before that just a bit up above, you've got Catanaccio, which I tried a lot of. Um, then it's the counterattacks, etc. Um, and I just, I just enjoyed seeing how different styles play out. And it is very noticeable when you when you just switch to kind of like Catanaccio, and then you go back to like a vertical tiki taka, and you just you just see the difference. It's it's very interesting. Which one would you say you're leaning more towards for your save? So the save I've not revealed yet. Oh well, if you don't want to see that, well, that, I suppose it all depends on me evaluating the, well, the squad. We, but well, I'll, re- I'll rephrase it. Which one did you enjoy playing with most on the day? Um, so, <coughs> I, I, I really like. I didn't. I didn't blog about it, but the wing play was quite fun in a four-four-two. Mm. Um, see, Guido and I, we really hammered this. Like, we we treated this weekend like a job. Like, we were literally just on the on the machines all the time. And on the on the Saturday night, they had to come and tell us to, to power down the machines and and get lost basically because we were just playing so much FM um, and we were just tr- but then most most people would if you had a weekend playing a game that's not out oh, there yeah, with in, no... in the building for where they make it yeah I mean like, I, I literally be trying to sneak in first thing in the morning with a key yeah well I was messaging one of the SI guys to say like you know I'm up I got up at 6.30 <laughs> <laughs> but I just said like when's the earliest we can go and in the, we like, basically negotiated that we could get a bit earlier I think we, we got into this into the um Headquarters about ten o'clock on a Sunday morning mm. just to get going again. Um, yeah, I would as well, mate. But yeah, so I think his wing play was fun in a four four two. Um, I enjoyed the fluid counter attack. Mm. I suppose I enjoyed that more. You know, Catanaccio in Park de Bast. You know, they're not very styles that are easy on the eye, really. To be honest. Mm. But, yeah. Yeah, I get a kick out obviously the low block, but I was finding in that in the alpha build that I was playing in, there's a lot of long shots, a lot of free kicks, and it was frustrating. Like you'd hold a team back for ages, and then you just get a ridiculous free kick. Like, and I saw so many of them. Obviously, that has been tweaked now. We, I, I asked about it, 
Um, but yeah, I think I think they're all going to be fun to be honest. Depend, depending yeah, on the squad it. you get, really. That's it. Every um, style will fit a certain league team and stuff like nation and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, depending on people got different ideas and stuff. Yeah. I, so I, I, it, I think it gives you a good starting base to start that. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the, the initial question that all FMs should should ask themselves when they get their squad and they choose a team. Is like you know just evaluate that squad from day one. What can it do? Because I think a lot of people will be thinking, I want to play gear compressing or etc. Because see, it's a it's a buzzword etc. In the game, but you'll be doing it with players that don't have the ability to do it etc. Yeah, and I think that's it. the initial question. That's the the first thing you should ask yourself is like, okay, what can my players do from the here and now? Well, that's what sort of what I said in my um, blog post this week. Um, Plug, by the way. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm in I'm in Germany, and um, Germany is very known for its gig impression. But that's I don't think I don't think that's going to suit the team that I chose then. So I'm going to try and do a direct counter attack in that deck. Yeah, using the style because um, that's what I think will work for the players I've got that I've had a look at, and um, obviously the status of our team. Yeah, so I, I tried a more I tried counter attack in a more a more fluid version. And I, I did enjoy the more fluid version, but that's pretty because I was Dortmund and the players there are quite yeah. quite technical. Yeah, well, I'm going to be in the third league, so it's going to be a bit... Yeah. I don't think they're quite ready for fluid football yet. No, but that's something you could progress with. and Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Right, then, next question. Apart from the beer, <laughs> what was the one thing you were still from the Sports Interactive headquarters? Okay. Um... That's a good question. There's there's lots of memorabilia like up on the wall and stuff. Like every room's got a, a shirt, etc. <laughs> um oh, that's a good question. There's a few things I'd probably want to take. Um They had a really nice tap there where you can go hot water and cold water, like alternating really quickly. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I think on the on the frame on the wall there was a there's a Dennis Burkamp signed shirt. In the, in, like, Wait, in the yeah, kitchen area, you, you want you're in sports interactive. <laughs> they got football memorabilia everywhere, computers everywhere, and you want to steal a fucking tap. No, but <laughs> it's it's a brand new kitchen. Like it's the layout is amazing to be fair, and you just got this tap oh, there, right. and you've got you got left switch is hot water, right switch is cold, and like the cold is ice cold, and the the left switch is is warm for a coffee. So I was making lattes, quite, quite a few <laughs> lattes, and like you know. I, I, I can imagine everyone's playing football manager and you're there fucking messing about with this tap. Oh, hot, cold. <laughs> oh. I just thought that was really good. I just think the, the kitchen area is is built really good. I could go in there and I could cook. I could cook the meals. Maybe I should offer Miles that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I would. <laughs> oh god. Did, yeah, I mean, Dennis Burke camp. Well, there's also a shirt, um, Tonton. You know, Tonton Soda Makoko. Yeah. <laughs> There's a shirt here, and I was tempted to him or him or Bergie, really, <laughs> or the tap. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Did you see any pictures of anything you wanted to steal from there? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was one of the top computers. Um, no, I did see. Um, I think it was um, Teach posted Cantona um, signs thing on the wall. Yeah, yeah, and I think that would be something I would go for. Not a tap. Yeah, I think I think one of the rooms was um, called Icons. I think 
and yeah. it had like people like Cantona in it and stuff. There was one room that I think SI one of the guys said that it's been named like Brexit room because it's just full of England shirts. <laughs> um, but no, I think the, the you know it's, it's it's classy going into there because obviously you got shirts everywhere signed and you know you're in you're in an office at the same time. You're also in like in yeah. a kitchen area, which is a lovely kitchen area. I can't go on enough about it. But oh, you, you've also got this football memorabilia, so you, it's clear what industry they work in. You know, computers and. Miles, um, if you're listening, Tony is willing to come back and cook your meals, okay? And as long as you let him do it in his fucking kitchen. <laughs> I don't think he listens. There's no danger of that. Um, <laughs> right, then, let's move on from talking about taps and kitchens. Okay. <laughs> um, can you name a feature? That hasn't been officially announced that you spotted whilst you were playing and you enjoyed. Okay. Um, well, obviously the beat is now, so it's it's fair game really in revealing stuff. Mm. Um, I think one of the little, there's a few little things. I think a lot of people picked it up on the blog post that I, that Guido and I put out, and that's you know fixtures now are divided by the month they're in. It's such it's mm. such a minor thing, but for me that was something to get you geek on. Really, it's, it's you know it's good to see. Um, I think one thing I noticed was that the corners and like set piece takers were all populated, and if you change tactic, it kind of carries them over. And I can't remember in FM eighteen it doing that, unless yeah. I'm going mad. But I remember, I remember, I remember making my tactic because obviously I was going through the presets and I was building tactics. Pretty much all I did really all weekend. Really, I didn't look at anything to do with training. I didn't look at the scouting. I didn't, you know, sign in. I signed one player, but not not just pissing about really it was all focused on tactics and I noticed that set pieces were carrying over and I thought oh that's handy because um, normally that's a bit of a chore isn't it thinking oh shit I've got I've got to do it again yeah um, so that's probably the feature that I would say um, yes. but I'm not sure if it's been announced yet because I do follow foot manager and stuff but I'm not I don't like um, look at every piece of information that's revealed because Part of the fun fun yeah. for me is just encountering it in beta and, and live. Yeah, that's the thing there. Like, like you said, you didn't touch the training, so you've still got that to get used to when you t- touch the beta or when you go on your full save. Yeah. So that, that'd be like another experience for you. Yeah. I don't know about you. Is there anything you've seen in a screenshot or a playthrough that, you know, has kind of thought, oh, that's a really good idea? Um... I mean, personally, I, I'm really looking forward to getting my hands on the training. You know, um, that is something that I've wanted for a long time. Um, improvement on that, and I think it's going to add a massive new um, depth to the game, especially for people who are interested in developing players. Yeah. Um, I, knew, I know there are some people out there that just leave it all to the assistant, and they still will, and that's fine. That's the way they want to play it, but it's something I'm really looking forward to getting my hands on. Yeah. Um, have I seen any other small features? Um, I can't say I, because I haven't even really managed to play the beta yet because it's only been out like an hour. And I'm not, I'm, I'm, really I'm stopping you playing it, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I there not really been anything that I've seen yet, so then maybe that's a question we can revisit in a few weeks. Okay. But, um, yeah, like, I'm just looking forward to playing it really. Yeah, I know, this is uh, really exciting. Yeah, um, I got another question then. Okay, all right. Um, I think it was sixteen of you got invited. Um, f- same for the fourteen were probably um 
YouTubers and streamers. Don't ask me to name them all because uh, it's going to take a while to go through them all. <laughs> no, 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 I wouldn't do that to you. Okay. Um, no, they've all released two or three videos or they've been on stream talking about it. Why were you and Guido so lazy <laughs> that you've only written one joint blog in the same time that these guys have managed to get through multiple videos and blogs and stuff like that? Oh, God. Um, well, <coughs> I think... I think firstly we were just enjoying playing the game. Like, I'm surprised actually. Guido drank quite a bit like in the day. I was I only I only started drinking like at the at the meal and after. But no, Guido was like cracking open a few beers. So maybe we just kind of I don't know. I suppose I you, too, you were drinking on the job, I, so no, you didn't really. Have no, I was prof- I was professional down. I was representing Grass and Gear. <laughs> well, if you were representing Grass and Gear, you would have been bollocks. Oh, sure, yeah. Like that, to be but... fair, it's a good job you you weren't there and Guido was because I think it would have been a different story. There would have been no blog. <laughs> um, I suppose blogs take a long while. I, I know, I, I know, like some of the YouTube guys can. They just knocked up a video straight away, like Wonder Kids. I think you can do it, but just by simming the game, and then you can talk about the the top five valued players, for instance, in ten years' time. Um, you can do it like that. Um, I would I'm not being harsh. You could say it's that's easier content than what we had to do. Obviously, before we could start writing, we had to kind of go through the presets and try things and look at tactically how things are playing out. So I didn't yeah. I didn't really start writing till the afternoon of the first day and evening. Um, and I still got a few words down. And I was actually still blogging up to around midnight on the Saturday. Because <laughs> Guido and I had like a Google Doc shared. So, you know, I don't think he was sleeping either. We were both just in the document blogging and you could see like his changes <laughs> updating and stuff on, on the hotel <laughs> Wi-Fi. So we were working hard. I just think maybe blogging took a bit took a bit more time yeah, to go. And is um and obviously easier because that's a bit detrimental, but it's um it's quicker to film a video, I suppose. Yeah. And it is to type up one thing and like, you know, you you gotta put it through your Grammarly app four times to make sure on the phone, <laughs> right? Well <laughs> yeah, I think I think the hard thing was um you I suppose our our approach to this kind of we, we, we kind of spoke about it when we first got there, like, like let's collaborate. Let's not go down our own channels and do things. So we had to obviously the first, you know, few hours is kind of working out what we're gonna do, structure it, et cetera. Mm. And then I suppose the purpose of the content was kind of more like a guide and an introduction. It's no, but it's yeah. no, it's it's not like. Don't think of this as like a, you know, complete guide to tactics. It's really just skimming on like two percent of the surface. Really, it's like this yeah. is the this is what you left what you face when you first launched the game. These are the styles. This is what we did. You could go into a huge amount of depth tactically and write about it. And I think Guido's already done that now with his strikeless formation that he used. Um, but yeah, I suppose it just took time because we had to make it a guide and make it informative. Whereas if you're just kind of vlogging or doing a YouTube video playthrough, it's kind of like this is what's happening right here, right now. It's perhaps easier to to do. Yeah. Um, so that's why we only did one vlog, <laughs> <laughs> and guys did videos. Um, but then again, I did see like the effort some of the YouTube guys go through. They have to have all that equipment. So like I just turned up in a bag. A rucksack with you know, my change of clothes and like a little ultra book laptop um, and the moisturizer yeah the moisturizer was there yep yeah. <laughs> and, and your spanner so you can get the taps off yeah yeah to steal the taps uh, <laughs> <laughs> so 
yeah, they have to go, for, they have to take loads of equipment and do things, and they had to set up their OBS. So they, they were setting up for ages, to be honest. Like they're, they're, they're like, um, I don't know, their settings, I guess. Yeah. And like I just said to Gila, like it's so easy. Like we just, I just powered up Word and started writing about things, and then I went in Excel and I, get, I was like helping Gila out of like, you know, how are we going to structure this post, etc. And we just we were just working, like straight away almost. It just worked really well. Our, our team dynamics was up there. So yeah, so we did we did a blog post. Just don't expect any more, really. Ah, that's right. So no, no, that's uh, all right, we we can send you next. Like, hopefully next year you go and you you know go with Samo or something. <laughs> I don't think well, I don't think Samo drink that much. So um, I don't know. He might he might be a menace without uh like just on his own like tearing up <laughs> London. Uh, <laughs> right then, I got two more questions for you. Okay. The first one is. Did anybody ask you to spark up? A spark up a drink? No, they didn't. Spark up a drink. Uh, maybe that suggests no one listens to the podcast. Well, probably most likely. Um, so I was asked a few times, like, do I want a drink? Uh, I know there, there's a there's a pump there with IPA. It's like a fruity IPA. Yeah. And I think Teach was there. I was like, do you want a do you want a drink? It's, it's fruity. Smell it. So I smelled the drink. I was like, nah, it's all right. <laughs> and then I went down to the fridge to get my Estrella out in in a can. <laughs> <laughs> and sparked on myself. Um, Guido obviously asked me many times if he wanted drinks because he was plowing through quite a few drinks. But uh, no, no one said spark up, unfortunately. Oh, that's uh, a yeah, I should have done like a mass spark up with everyone. Yeah, maybe done that in Sports Interactive live recording or something. Yeah. Um, <sighs> but yeah, it was pretty cool. Like, I know, you know, no one got wasted, I don't think. I think a few guys went out to like, have a few more beers, but... I kind of said, no, I'm tired. But then Guido and I, well, we both said that, but then we started blogging. So it's, it's the blogging lifestyle. <laughs> we just, we just <laughs> sad acts. <laughs> right then, final question. Oh, okay. This comes from having seen the Football Manager Instagram story. Right. I was wondering. I don't, I'm not on Instagram, so. Well, people who, well, some of our listeners may be. Okay. So. Could you possibly give some tips on good posture when using a computer chair? <laughs> Is that because the photo went out with me typing away? Yes, and your posture was outstanding. Thank you. Um, <laughs> that's how I normally sit and type, really. Um, so what, what's the question? I've got to give tips. Tips for good posture when um, using a computer chair? Well, I'd probably say don't. I suppose don't look at a streamer or a YouTuber because they were quite slouched, some of them, sometimes. <laughs> um, but seriously, it's not good for your posture to just sit like that that amount of time at an awkward angle. Um, so, well, I suppose my tip would be to always assess like your visual display unit. I'll call them VDU at work. So, so firstly, do initi- initially look at your setup. So if you're, if you're, if you're on a desktop, check where the monitor is, where the keyboard is the mouse, is the monitor to your eye level, is your seat adjustable, etc. Just get it comfy straight away. Um, I normally just face both feet facing forward, like the edge of my feet should be straight, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and you should, you should kind of like concentrate on like your chest going out not your back going straight, if that makes sense. Because by pushing your your pectoral muscles, you kind of naturally straighten the back. 
Um, <laughs> so I do that. Um, and if you do change your setup, so for instance, if you're on a laptop and you're on a desk and then you use your laptop to go to another position somewhere on a, on a table or something or on a library, um, you might need to review the whole setup again. So go through the whole process again. Are my feet straight? Is the chair adjustable? Um, I, it's important though because if you think about it, FM, we play FM for a long time. Probably I, I play quite a long time, like two, three hours a night, kind of etc. Streamers are doing twenty-four hours more. You know, some of them do stupid streams, like like insane hours. I would think posture then should be critical. It should be the first thing they should be thinking about when they're setting up their streams. No, I'm just, it sounds like I'm joking, but I'm not. I'm not. I, that's the thing, I know you're not joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your setup now then? Like, do, you, do you think about straightening your back now? And No. no. <laughs> I just sit down, laptop out. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, at work, people do make a comment on it sometimes. If they come and sit on my chair or something, they notice that the the back of the chair is is tilted so much forward than you'd think it is because it just forces you to sit up straight. Yeah. Um, obviously, those chairs weren't adjustable that I was in. They were kind of like gaming chairs, I think. <laughs> um, but it is important. So I'm glad you picked up on the fact that my posture was straight. Yeah, it was a sensational posture. <laughs> so what, did that go on? Because I've not got Instagram. Did that go on Instagram then? Does, does that get like comments? Hopefully no one's commenting on the posture there. Um, I, I didn't really know enough about it, to be honest. I just follow football manager on it really right because he told us to so and then I saw you on it and I just laughed <laughs> and I saw your posture thanks mate <laughs> the, the classic reaction just see me and laugh <laughs> well no, I'm, I'm glad to hear you had a good weekend mate and um, you're, you're one of the lucky ones selected I know a lot of people out there were jealous of the situation you were in yeah um, they honestly don't don't feel jealous I was embarrassed to go obviously to represent blogging I know Gida was here as well but only two of us were there for Blogging World and there's, you know, equally good guys at Blog than me that could have gone. So hopefully next year I would not be bothered if I wasn't invited and someone else took my place that's equally passionate about FM, passionate about blogging because I suppose it's important that we go because we do, we do create content that is really useful and does help the game, I think, in a way um, and just draws people into it. So we honestly, Guido and I, we... We tried our best. We, we we worked at it like like it was a job. We went there, and we no, we did. were amicable with everyone. We just got on with the work. And to be fair, to be fair to the streamers, the visual guys, they were all they were all cool with me. To be honest, um, you know, I know bloggers have a bad rep sometimes, but I think Guido and I were were cool with everyone. To be honest, yeah, uh, probably and, two of the be- best ones to send. Well, yeah. Well, ho- hopefully next year they send you for a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll have to get more beer in probably <laughs> uh, and strippers but uh, I think yeah hopefully next year they do a similar event because it is it is really enjoyable I've got so much out of it it's just a real kick to do to, to do a blog to, especially to collaborate as well um, yeah. I don't think well I do it quite often to be fair but I think more people could collaborate and do things together um, and even across actual content styles obviously Guido and I were bloggers and we, we collaborated but you know, hopefully next year there's maybe more bloggers, or you know, yeah, hopefully, hopefully more visu- like more visual guys can be like, okay, let's collaborate on a on a like a visual text piece as well. That could that could work. <laughs> PowerPoint presentation. Not power- Well, no, they can do the visual side because to me, they do so much good stuff. 
and then yeah. we could add the words. Um, so instead of like instead of two writers getting together, it could be a writer gets together with a streamer and a writer gets together with a YouTube. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be good. Something to suggest going forward. Yeah. So let, let's hope we did enough to get the blogging army to get another invite next year. <laughs> um, well, I mean, honestly, it's great to hear you had a nice time. Um, have you got anything you want to plug or anything before you go and play the beta? Oh, I'm dying to get on the beta. Um, plug, to be fair, there is so much good content coming out right now. Oh, no, I know you did a post, and I'll let you talk about yeah. that in a sec. Um, you know, there's just a few posts gone out. Obviously, according to FM's done a post, he's back in America to Cali. Um, looking forward to that. There's there's just loads of save posts coming out that yeah. I'm going to yeah, be forward, sure. forward into, looking forward to following throughout the year. Um, yeah. I know Gaffer Graymo did Saint Etienne uh, today. I yeah. read that one. You got Ali Jensen doing Dortmund. Um, then you've got people like Vincent Guzman doing stuff like the um, South America guide. So every day he's doing a different country. I'm reading all those. So I'm actually consuming so much. Um, you know, blog content at the moment. It's brilliant. This is the, the golden the golden peak period of blogs coming out. I'm, and I just hope some of the guys that are releasing will carry on throughout the year. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Yeah, so um, not really a specific thing to blog, but yeah, just look out the FM19 yeah, hashtag and we are like Lucy. Yeah, that's all the stuff that's out there now, isn't it? Yeah. What about I, you? What about really you? Anything for you, you want to plug? No, no, you've covered all the bases there. Uh, <laughs> um, or, or just like I said, just follow the hashtag, and you find that there is a lot coming out at the moment. Um, I know Thomas Payne was one of them. Um, he released um, a save reveal that he's going over to um, Syria. Ah, Buongiorno. With Salouse. Okay. Is it Salouse? Uh, Sosolo? Is it the. Yeah. So, yeah, that, you pronounce it properly. I don't know if I did or not, but yeah, that, that team. Yeah. Sassasolo, <laughs> no, I think. Yeah, just, okay. Just get on. Um, Hashtag FM19 and we are the community and you'll find all the stuff out there at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully it's not been too of a chore for people to listen. It's a shorter pod. And we ha- no, we- I mean, to be fair, it's been nice to be able to ask you some questions, especially as we're such a um, special occasion, I suppose. Yeah, thank you. Um, I had, I did obviously had the opportunity to do a Q&A with Miles. I didn't want to do that because a lot of people were doing that. They were like doing videos of him or like structured questions. And yeah. I just felt, oh, I feel sorry for the for the for the guy. Like, just let's just I just go in. I just went in there and said, "Thanks for making the game." We spoke about politics. We went off on a tangent and stuff, um, <laughs> and we spoke at immigration. We went. We went. We 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 kind of introduced it as FM, but then I can talk about other things like that, and it just happened to spiral out of control. Um, but he's generally a nice guy, really. I know he gets a bad press for his, like, you know, on Twitter and stuff, he gets a lot of abuse. And I did say to him, like, you know, thanks for making the game that I've played every year. I've played my, I've played that game more than I've known my wife and children. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> and I think he just, but, he just laughed at that and was like, yeah, fair play. And he did ask, have I got my, my children into yeah. FM yet? And I said, no, I'm getting there. Just watch out <laughs> for the tap miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't mention the tap, but I'll, um, next time, I'm, if I'm ever going there again, that tap is being. It's, it's gonna let's say it's gonna encounter an accident and gonna be missing a few bits. <laughs> right. Well, everyone, thanks for listening. And like a little bitch, I'm gonna go and play the beta now. Yeah. And um, how can people find us, etc.? Um, they can find us on Twitter at, at Grass and Gear. 
and we're not we're um, not a regular podcast. We just pod when we want. Yeah, we just do it when we want. We drop it when it's hot, like the beta. Yes. Okay, mate. Well, I'll leave you to go and play beta now. Um, <laughs> um, you can find us on SoundCloud, which you probably found us on there, aren't you? And iTunes. Yeah. We're just grass um, and gear everywhere, aren't we? Grass and gear. Yeah. And, um, um, once again, congratulations, Timmy. Thanks, mate. Cheers. 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 Bye.